At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. week's games in the NFL. This is Opening Lines with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the sports betting network. What's up? Welcome in another edition of the Opening Lines here on VSN, the sports betting network. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel, Matt Humans alongside as usual quite the week in the National Football League. It is every single week and we're in the midst of Sunday night football, but not much going on here. 34 to 20 Chargers just put some distance between themselves and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Another Austin Eckler touchdown four for him. The second running back to have four or more touchdowns today. We'll get to the other a little bit later. But the Chargers look like they're going to be pulling away from this one with 8.48 left to go in the fourth quarter. With that, opening lines for next week, Matt Humans. it is Thanksgiving week. So we get three games on Thursday, a lot of games on Sunday, and then, of course, our usual Monday night contest. We'll start with the three Thursday night games. Chicago Bears, get us started. What a way to ruin your appetite. Chicago Bears. Three-point favor with a total of 45 on the open. Or excuse me, look ahead at the Detroit Lions. Reopen Chicago minus three and a half against the Detroit Lions after a dismal performance and injury questions about one Justin Fields this weekend. Yeah, there's one day every year I know I can sleep in. Yeah. And that's Thanksgiving because I'm not going to wake up early and watch the Lions game. So typically I wake up about halftime into the third quarter, watch the fourth quarter of the Lions game, and that's it. Uh, this might be the first time – in Thanksgiving history, JVT, okay. that all six teams are coming off a loss. Yes, it's very true. This, so, very true. this is a real turkey delivered up by the NFL uh, this week. All six teams coming off a loss playing on Thursday. Uh, I think you have to make the Bears at least three-point favorites here. Um, I guess you can go three and a half. The problem with the Lions right now is that the quarterback situation is a mess. Uh, you think Jared Goff was bad. 
Tim Boyle today, into the fourth quarter, had 48 yards passing with two interceptions. Yep. Not very good. Not very good in any way whatsoever. Still uh, a very tight game for the Detroit Lions against yeah. the Cleveland Browns. And they Browns. still had a shot to win. That's game. very true. Uh, Justin Fields, by the way, underwent examination for his injuries to the ribs and the spleen uh, that did show no break. So that's at least a positive mm-hmm. sign for Justin Fields in the long term. The two other games, as Human mentioned, Las Vegas Raiders on the road against the Dallas Cowboys. Look ahead with seven with a total of 54.5. Reopens today. Dallas minus 7.5 over the Las Vegas Raiders. And the Bills. On the road against the New Orleans Saints, minus 4.5 for the total of 48. On the look-ahead, reopens Bills, minus 4.5. And, and as you mentioned, every single one of these teams coming off of losses, so no real positive momentum out of this weekend for any of these teams. So not a surprise you really don't see any adjustments for any of these matchups from the look-ahead. No, not many adjustments to make. Like you said, with all six teams off losses, what adjustments do you make? The wheels have fallen off the Raiders. So it's uh, three losses in a row. How about Kellen Moore? Didn't look like much of an offensive genius today no. with uh, – Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb not on the field. Lamb missed the second half today. The Cowboys couldn't move the football, had no running attack. And then the supposed MVP candidate and Super Bowl favorite Buffalo Bills blown out at home today by our Colts. Yes, our Colts uh, indeed. Our Colts uh, made the Bills look bad today, but they go on the road as four-point favorites at the Saints, who you would think – We'll get Alvin Kamara back for that game. Yeah, and by the way, a healthier offensive line, too. Remember, their offensive line was really beat up coming right. into today as well. Uh, we're going to get into some details about the Buffalo Bills later in the show. I don't want to use the F word, but fraudulent might be thrown out there a little bit about the Buffalo Bills. We'll talk about that later, though. So let's get to Sunday. I thought you were going to say favorites. Uh, Super no, Bowl favorites. No, no. They no. were the Super Bowl favorites of most parts <laughs> of the last They were. And yeah. I feel like a, a little vindicated. Maybe it's okay to question Josh Allen every mm-hmm. once in a while. All right, we get to Sunday. Biggest adjustment from the look-ahead uh, to today is going to be in favor of the New England Patriots. Look-ahead line was 2.5 with a total of 46.5 humans. Reopens today. Patriots minus 5.5 at home over the Tennessee Titans. And I do think an adjustment is necessary, uh, but this is quite an adjustment. And in fact, one shot right now holding six yeah. in favor of New England. I think six is the right number here, too. Yep. The, the Patriots are on a roll right now. The Titans going the opposite direction, uh, at least today, with that home loss to the Texans. And, you know, you and I did our top 10 NFL quarterback rankings this week. We did not put Ryan Tannehill in the top 10. All right. And today he showed why. Yes. Yeah. And to be a little fair, the offense is beat up. I lost A.J. Brown for a moment in that game, too. He had a chest injury, so that's something to keep an eye on going forward. Julio Jones on IR, Derrick Henry on but IR. But he's just – Tannehill's got to do so much more with right. Derrick Henry out that eventually uh, the, the the weaknesses in uh, Tannehill's game are going to get exposed, and they were today. Yep. New York Jets at the Houston Texans. Texans three on the look ahead with a total of 46.5. Reopens Houston minus three, so no real adjustment there. And then Philadelphia on the road against New York. Look ahead was three with a total of 46. The Giants, by the way. Reopens Philadelphia minus three and a half. And I have to tell you, out of all the games that have stuck out to me the most here, humans, mm-hmm. if you look at some of the offensive numbers, this is a similar situation for Tennessee the last two weeks coming into this week against Houston. If you really dove into the numbers offensively, you realize that that team was doing absolutely nothing and was due for kind of a, a let, not even a letdown, but a dud offensively yet again, yeah. right? Against the Houston Texans on an inflated number. Philly actually didn't do that much offensively in this game against the Saints today. Bunch of field goals, short fields. Touchdown on defense. Mm-hmm. I would be wary of overvaluing Philly after a good couple of performances against the Denver Broncos and, of course, today uh, against the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, let's see how the Giants play on Monday night. But it, I don't think the Eagles should be three-and-a-half-point favorites Yep, at New York. I, I thought this number would be like two, two-and-a-half. Um, but we'll see what the, how, how the Giants play Monday night. And if Saquon Barkley can stay on the field for two games in a row, 
uh, for the Giants. I really thought the Jets-Texans game would get moved to Sunday night football. Yeah, that's so too. I mean, Tyrod Taylor looks really great. Um, regardless, <laughs> I love watching Tyrod Taylor. He also I had him on a contest today, and he did serve me well. Uh, you know, Hurts is making some plays yeah. in the Eagles offense, but again, uh, it's a lot of his running, and uh, I think uh, at some point, Eagles are going to get scouted by opposing defenses, and that stuff will get shut down, but it's working for right now. All right, next three on the board, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Indianapolis Colts. We will focus on this momentarily, but the look ahead was three with a total of 52. Mm -hmm. Small adjustment off of that field goal, Tampa Bay minus two and a half reopened today, and the other two quickly, Falcons at Jags pick, uh, and then again they pick here because both of these teams toss them in a hat, pull one out, who cares? And the Carolina Panthers, this is the other big adjustment from the look ahead's humans. Panthers won on the road, minus one, with a total of 43 and a half on the look ahead, now readjusted to Miami minus one and a half. But of those three, I think obviously Buccaneers and Colts is going to be one of the best games on the board for Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, yeah. And this is where I remind you that Tom Brady is 0-5 against the spread on the road this season. Yep. And um, they are going to be road favorites against Colts, who are suddenly a hot team again. Uh, I have no opinion whatsoever on Falcons-Jaguars. It would be <laughs> Falcons or pass for me. And uh, it's kind of an insult to the Falcons to be in a pick em spot against the Jaguars. But that's how bad their offense has been the past couple weeks, and uh, Carolina-Miami, Super Cam's uh, starting debut in his homecoming today didn't go so well. Uh, he, he played okay, yep. and, but the Panthers' defense, I, th I think, was uh, a little bit disappointing right? today, too. The, the most consistent part of that team throughout the entire season actually let him down this time around. Because if you look at it statistically, yards per play, Panthers actually won that battle, mm -hmm. all right? In terms of efficiency, they were the better team, but ultimately couldn't get it done. All right, the two teams that are in action right now, the Steelers or the Chargers, uh, both have road games next week. Steelers on the road against the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals on the look ahead four with a total of 46.5. Reopens 4.5. Would assume that if this result holds a loss by double digits to the Chargers, that that probably gets ticked up a little bit here after the Bengals come out here in Sin City and get a win. And the Chargers, 2.5 on the road against the Broncos on the look ahead, actually gets adjusted today. The Chargers minus 1.5. I would assume a full three by the time we get to Monday again if this result holds. Uh, I think you're probably right. The uh, Steelers down 14 with a little over five minutes to go, but they have second and goal. Uh, so they, they still have a heartbeat in this game. But uh, don't forget the first time these teams played in Pittsburgh, the Bengals won by two touchdowns. So it's a division revenge game. Bengals did get back on track a little bit today in Vegas after back-to-back -back losses. And uh, Chargers right now I, I actually think will be – by the time this game kicks off, I think there'll be three-point favorites at Denver. Yep. All right. Now, the afternoon game into the Steelers. Sunday. Oh, there it is. Okay, so we have some life. 449 left to go. Uh, the Steelers, of course, cut into this so they can get a stop, get the ball back. We're talking about a single possession game. Mm -hmm. And Big Ben is known for some comebacks. All right, the afternoon slate next week is awesome. Fantastic on Sunday. Minnesota Vikings on the road against the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers look at two and a half with a total of 48. Reopens San Francisco two and a half. Los Angeles Rams on the road against the Green Bay Packers. Packers, one and a half on the look ahead, readjusted to Packers minus two. And then Cleveland Browns at the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday night. Ravens minus five and a half with a total of 48 on the look ahead, readjusted to Baltimore minus four and a half. So I'll let you take that wherever you want of those three games. Which one sticks out the most to you? Well, I think it's got to be the Rams-Packers game yeah. that sticks out the most. And uh, I, I would have to lean Packers at less than a field goal. Um I thought the Packers got off to a really poor start today against the Vikings. Probably should have won that game. Aaron Rodgers looked apathetic. Shocking. Yeah. But then he got into the game <laughs> right. in the second half and did what he usually does, and then he had a nine-second scoring drive to tie up the game with a little ridiculous. over two minutes to ridiculous. go. It is ridiculous. The Vikings got lucky today, so let's talk about that first. Vikings at San Fran. 49ers got the monkey off their back at the first home win 
in more than a year the last time out by beating up the Rams. Big win today on the road, so I think the Niners have some life again, right? Mm-hmm. They feel like they're back in it. The season is not flatlining on them. So I, I think two, two and a half is fair for the Niners at home over the Vikings. Uh, I believe the Packers probably will close two and a half point favorites over the Rams. Don't you think the public betting support for the Rams is going to fizzle? After what we've seen the last couple of weeks, uh, I would think it is, and, and that's probably going to be the case here. Although it is surprising, I'm I'm kind of with you. You know, these two teams are relatively equal, and the surprise is not the full field goal there for the Green Bay Packers mm-hmm. when they're sitting at home in that spot. Although we know the home field isn't worth that full three at all anymore. Right. And then to your point too, with the Minnesota Vikings and the San Francisco 49ers, I'll just say this because we'll get into that game a little bit more as the show goes on. So now that we know the result and everybody's calmed down, Mike Zimmer needs to be fired. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is this is ridiculous. You see this. You know, I've mentioned this stat before. It was on the broadcast last week for the Minnesota Vikings. But the fact that this is a team that is five and five and yet has had a seven point or more lead in every single one of their games this year, humans, <laughs> unbelievable. It's, it's it's incredible because at times, I, I've, how many times have I said it in the last two weeks? If I were to take the logo away and give you the statistical profile of this team, you'd say that's a Super Bowl contender. Mm-hmm. And then you slap the record and the logo on. You're like, oh, it's the well, then, then you put the faces of Kirk Cousins <laughs> right. and Mike Zimmer out there. By the way, Cousins, Kirk, oh. Cousins got lucky again today. He threw two. Highest inter- rated passer, baby. He got through two interceptions, <laughs> right? One was negated by roughing the passer call. Right. And I, I can't remember what the, the other, other was. The other was the drop that he didn't complete the catch on oh, the Oh, yeah, the that, was, that was ridiculous. That was the one okay. that would have clinched the game. Yeah, I think Packers should be two and a half or three. And, uh, boy, these primetime games this week really stink. You think so? Browns, Ravens. I don't want to watch the Browns. That's, that's, that's a good point. Do you want to watch really Baker do. Mayfield again? Not really. Not anymore. I've seen enough of him on commercials. Um, Baltimore, a four-and-a-half point favorite at home on Sunday night football. And then Monday night, how about that matchup? Monday that's right. Night. Seahawks, three-and-a-half on the look-ahead, readjusted to three. All right, we'll get to all these games and much more. On the other side, the Bills, they're frauds, and we'll tell you why. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Opening Lines with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN Black Friday, check it out. $99 midseason football special, $20 in credit at the VSIN store. VSIN.com slash subscribe is where you want to go. All right, uh, let's. Welcome in, Jeff Benson. I mentioned the Buffalo Bills. We'll get to that momentarily. Uh, I forgot that we do have Jeff here, so uh, oh, let's welcome in Jeff. My job. So we got to update first before we get to Jeff what's going on, and we'll tie it into him. Uh, so the Los Angeles Chargers have been shooting themselves in the foot continuously throughout this game. It blocked punt that ultimately led to a touchdown for the Steelers on the ensuing possession, and then just now Justin Herbert on a second down gets a a pass batted down at the or batted up at the line of scrimmage, then picked off. So the Steelers now have a goal line possession to see if they can tie this game thirty four to twenty seven. So with that, we bring in Jeff Benson, one of the big guys over here at Circa. Jeff, uh, this result, what do you guys need here on this Sunday night card between the Chargers and the Steelers? Yeah, Chargers by eight plus uh, is the best result. Uh, Second best result would be Chargers by seven. Uh, Certainly looked comfortable there. Uh, Up two scores with the ball in the fourth quarter. But, uh, you know, you alluded to uh, the Chargers just continue to make mistakes. Obviously, Anthony Lynn no longer there as coach. Um, Obviously, Brandon Staley's been much heralded uh, through the first part of this season, but, uh, you know, this team continues to give away games uh, late. Obviously, that was uh, something that was prevalent last year, and, uh, you know, hopefully it doesn't continue this year. So we'll be rooting for a goal line stand here, but it uh, it looks like Pittsburgh just got in. Yeah, Pittsburgh got in. On first down, by the way, there was a roughing the passer call. I couldn't contain myself when we were coming back from a commercial. JBT, did you see the replay? No, I didn't. I missed it. It was against Joey Bosa on Big Ben. It was... A complete joke. I uh, gave the Steelers a free five yards. It was a terrible call, but the Steelers get in the end zone here. It's 34-33 with about four minutes you, uh, to go. You go for two, right, if you're the Steelers? Your offense has been so bad. you got to go for two. Go uh, for the win. If they go for two, they have no chance of getting it, so I would say kick it. <laughs> they needed five plays to score on first and goal at two. <laughs> right, right, so why would you chance it? Go for it. You're never going to get this close again. <laughs> All right, Jeffrey Benson with us, Sportsbook Operations Manager here at Circa. Follow him on Twitter at Jeffrey Benson. Well, Jeff, we're talking during the break. The AFC, you said, is wide open. The um, Super Bowl favorite, I say with sarcasm, Buffalo Bills blown out at home today. How was that result for you? Yeah, obviously, uh, you know, I alluded to it earlier. I think the AFC is really, really wide open. Uh, I think when you look at the Bills' loss, you know, coupled with Tennessee and their loss, and then obviously the injuries that they've been dealing with when you look at the wide receivers and then obviously the loss of Derrick Henry, you know, the Chiefs have been playing well, and then you look at, uh, you know, uh, the New England Patriots, um, and in the game for next week, uh, they're laying five and a half versus Tennessee. I think if you, you know, rewound the clock uh, and you were talking about this game, you know, three, four weeks ago, 
Uh, I think anyone would have laughed at you if said uh, if you know we said uh, you know that the Patriots would be laying five and a half points in Foxborough. So mm-hmm. a lot of things have changed. Uh, you know, we took some Super Bowl and some AFC bets on Buffalo before this game against the Colts, but they did not look good. Um, and obviously now they got to go, uh, you know, and play a tough game next week as well. So it'll be interesting to see how the AFC uh, plays out. Uh, obviously Kansas City on a bye this week. Uh, but they had a very, very impressive win at home against the Dallas Cowboys this week. Jeff, what do you make of the Colts? Three straight wins, five out of six. They started the season 0-3, and and that was largely due to health, and now they're starting to turn things around. What do you make of Indianapolis? Because they've done this before, right, the year that they the last year with Andrew Luck, uh, starting 1-5 and and ultimately making to the playoffs and winning a game. Yeah, I think, you know, to your point, you talked about the health. Obviously, they were dealing with Carson Wentz and not being able to have a full preseason in camp. And obviously, he's come in there, gelled with Frank Reich. And, you know, when when you put Jonathan Taylor behind that offensive line and that defense has gotten healthy uh, and they're really able to run the ball and control the clock, uh, you know, they certainly look like they could contend in that division. Uh, they could certainly be a sneaky wild card contender in the AFC, given how wide open it is. Uh, obviously, you look at you know Pittsburgh and Baltimore and Cincinnati and a lot of these teams. There's just a lot of mediocrity and uh, you know the way things are going. Uh, you know anyone's going to have a real good chance here in the playoffs this year. All right, Jeff. This is the opening line show, so let's talk about some opening lines for Thanksgiving. And uh, it's a rarity here. You have all six teams coming off a loss. Start with the Bears and the Lions in Detroit. The Bears, uh, three and a half point road favorites here at Circa. Total of 42. Uh, how do you think that game's going to be bet into the Bears and the Red Rifle, Andy Dalton, merit being more than three-point favorites on the road? Yeah, I think the Bears looked uh, competitive today, and they uh, you know, certainly could have beaten the Ravens. Um, obviously, it depends you know, what the Lions are ultimately going to do, whether it's going to be Jared Goff or Tim Boyle. Obviously, Goff didn't play this week. Uh, he hasn't been great all season. Uh, you'd have to think he'd be a slight upgrade uh, over Tim Boyle. Uh, my guess is that, you know, the, the Bears will be betting this spot by the public. And then, you know, at some point there may be a little bit of buyback from the sharp guys uh, on the Lions. Uh, obviously, the totals 42. Seems like it's going to be, you know, maybe a one-way action uh, on the under here, uh, given that it's the early game on Thanksgiving. But it'll be interesting to see, uh, obviously, what happens with the Lions quarterback situation. I think that'll have the most impact on whether this number goes up or down. Jeff, what do you make the, the nightcap on Thanksgiving? Bills laying four and a half on the road against the New Orleans Saints with a total of 48. Where do you expect this to to, to close? Because to me, initially, it sticks out that I, I would assume that this starts to ho- head towards New Orleans as opposed to maybe Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I think New Orleans has been kind of Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, you know, some weeks they look like world beaters, and then some weeks they come come out and they just get absolutely blown out. I'm surprised they've you know stuck with Trevor Simeon. Uh, you know, I'm a big Taysom Hill guy myself. I, I, I think putting him behind center, running some of those gadget plays they do, uh, and having him kind of lead that offense, uh, you know, similar to what happened, you know, a year ago when Drew Brees was out, I think that's really their best success now that Winston's uh, gone for the year. But they've certainly turned in the Simeon direction, and, you know, I don't think uh, it's worked overly well. So it'll be interesting to see maybe if this week they pivot to, uh, to Taysom Hill. But, uh, obviously, uh, you know, the Buffalo Bills now have to go on the road after losing, uh, you know, a, a tough home game versus the Colts. Uh, and I, I think at this point, uh, you're probably going to see a lot of public play on on the Bills and you'll probably see a lot of sharp play on the Saints. 
Saints. I was going to ask you, should the Bills be four-and-a-half-point favorites? You think the Saints are going to get Alvin Kamara back and uh, they're going to be healthier for that game on Thanksgiving. Is four-and-a-half the right number? Four-and-a-half is probably the right number. Obviously, the Saints have one of the better defenses uh, in the league. Uh, you mentioned getting Alvin Kamara back. You know, He spearheads that offense. Uh, you know, it's a low total, 46-and-a-half. Uh, it'll be interesting to see which way this number gets fed. Uh, you know, I don't have a strong opinion one way or the other, um, but I think when you look at it, uh, I think the public's probably going to back the Buffalo Bills in this spot, uh, even though they looked pretty bad this weekend. Okay. Let's go to the Raiders, and the wheels have uh, fallen off. This team's lost three in a row, problems on and off the field, and the Raiders catching seven or seven and a half. Right now at Circa, you've got seven. Total of uh, 51, and the Cowboys looked bad today, but they had no Amari Cooper. C.D. Lamb was out in the second half. Uh, how do you analyze that game, the middle, the sandwich game on Thanksgiving, Jeff? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, for those in Circus Survivor, I think they earmarked uh, this spot to, to be the Cowboys. Uh, it looks like Amari Cooper isn't going to play, like you mentioned, uh, obviously dealing with COVID, uh, and he's unvaccinated, so he's got to wait the 10 days, so he'll be out. Uh, C.D. Lamb, a quick turnaround from today, uh, ruled out with a concussion uh, this afternoon. It'd be very surprising to see him play. So you could certainly see a lot of, uh, you know, Dak uh, handing the ball off to Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, uh, and, and the Cowboys kind of running the ball, trying to control the offense. Uh, obviously, what looked like, uh, you know, a storybook year for the Raiders and how they kind of came out and started uh, certainly turned sour uh, with obviously the loss of Gruden and Ruggs. Uh, they just don't look, you know, what they, they used to. So, obviously, the Cowboys are a very, very public team. I think you're going to see the public back the Cowboys in this spot. And, uh, obviously, uh, you know, you'll see some buyback, you know, if this number creeps above a, a touchdown or heads uh, towards 10. Jeff Benson with us. All right, let's head to Sunday. One of the uh, road favorites that has stuck out to me, Jeff, uh, Philadelphia on the road against the New York Giants. We haven't seen the Giants play yet this week. Uh, but this seems like quite the swing. If you look at Philly offensively over the last couple of weeks, it hasn't been as glamorous as the final score indicated. It seems to me initially that Philly might be a little overvalued on the road here. Yeah, I would agree with you, but it doesn't feel like the market does. It seems like no. sharp groups continue to back the Eagles over and over and over again. Uh, the Eagles uh, today was one of our worst results. Uh, they were certainly a very popular bet uh, against the New Orleans Saints. The final score was probably closer than it indicated, uh, but I think you're going to see uh, some action here on the Eagles. I wouldn't be surprised if this heads towards four. All right, the uh, L.A. Chargers trying to snatch the feet from the jaws of victory one more time here. Jeff, in the last 45 seconds, let's talk about the L.A. Rams. Uh, they're underdogs at Green Bay. What do you think the right number is? At Cirque, you've got Packers minus one and a half. Seems kind of light at Lambeau. Yeah, uh, great question. That was the game I really wanted to touch on. We opened two. Uh, we've certainly taken some money at two. We're down now to one and a half. Uh, obviously, Aaron Rodgers uh, probably isn't going to practice all week. Uh, he came out after the game, uh, and they said he's got a, a toe injury that's worse than turf toe. So I could definitely see this uh, closing as kick um, and, and trending uh, more towards that as opposed to up towards the field goal, given Aaron Rodgers' health. Uh, and the possibility he may not play in this game. Okay. Jeff, it's always good to talk to you, man. Thank you for the time today. Thanks for having me on, gentlemen. Yep, you got it. All right. Well, as humans mentioned, it's a comedy of errors here on Sunday night. We'll update you on the other side.
This is Opening Lines with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. All right, we got a lot to get to. This um, this game, wild game in Los Angeles, is getting a little ridiculous here. So, for those who are with us right now, uh, we watched the Los Angeles Chargers charger their way through this. Right, turn the ball over. But of course, the Pittsburgh Steelers' offense is completely anemic and has no talent really whatsoever. Uh, and oh, that's not true. well, we I shouldn't say talent. no talent. Sorry, talent. no pop, no sizzle, no fire, no fuego. Four plays, seven yards after they forced the turnover, so they kick a field goal to take a 37-34 lead Mm -hmm. with, uh, let's call it 329, left to go in the fourth quarter. The Chargers get the ball back, and on a first and 10 from their own 47, Herbert to Mike Williams for 53 yards and a touchdown. So now we are at 41-37, to and the Steelers have the ball with Big Ben and two minutes and nine seconds to make something happen. Yeah, how about that? The Steelers' defense without T.J. Watt just doesn't have enough up front to put pressure on the quarterback. And uh, JVT, I can, uh, if you look at the metrics, I think you'll find that the Steelers' defense, compared to what we thought in the preseason, probably one of the most overrated units in the entire league. Correct. Uh, from a coverage standpoint, yeah. one of the lower-graded teams in the uh, National Football League by DVO, or excuse me, uh, by PFF standards, uh, susceptible to big plays, like the one we just saw. 41-37 with 2.09 to go. We'll see if the uh, the Chargers play soft coverage here to give the Steelers a couple of easy first downs. That would be a mistake. I think you got to play this tight. The Steelers are struggling, and uh, I don't think you should give them anything here. No, make the do with the dead arm. Try to beat you over the One top. One more thing to talk about is Brandon Staley has uh, yes. had a lot of uh, praise heaped upon him this season because he's been willing to go for it in his own territory on fourth and short. He's doing He's making percentage plays that are typically in his favor. They're smart. And uh, been smart gambles for the most part. Tonight, he went for it on fourth and one at his own, what was it? Uh, 37 yards. I was going to say, yeah, 30, it was inside the 40. And got stuffed. And the problem is when you're going to do that, you better have a good play lined up. Don't just run a dive play up the middle into the teeth of the defense and get stuffed. That looked like that might have been the decision that would lose the game for the Chargers. Yep. But it's not because they bounce back and get the touchdown. And now they sack Big Ben. On first down here, so the Steelers up against it. Uh, looked like, wow, yeah, that's a jailbreak there. You know, we, Steelers. We talked a lot about that bad Steelers offensive line. It showed up right there. You and I agree uh, that going for it on that fourth down was not the problem. It was the play call. Play call uh, running stunned. up the middle on fourth and inches with a running back who was five foot ten and one hundred ninety five pounds. Not necessarily the choice that you want to make right there. In that uh, a couple weeks situation. ago, I was watching the Iowa Wisconsin game. Yep, and it was oh, thriller. Four, huh? It was fourth and one. Mm-hmm. And Iowa's going to go for it, okay? What do you think the play call was? I'm going to go with uh, play action, roll out to a guy in motion to hit him for an easy two yards. Double flea flicker. (laughs) It was a fullback dive into the teeth of the Wisconsin defense. Big 10 football. And it got stuffed. (laughs) Paint swapping Big 10 football, baby. Got stuffed for a one-yard loss. If you're going to go for it in that instance, which is okay, I'm all for being aggressive, and that's a smart play. Don't just run a, a tiny running back up the middle, or in the case of the Iowa Hawkeyes, your big fullback up the middle who yep. has no chance. All right, <laughs> second and 18 with two minutes to go, and uh, the Steelers got to get uh, pick up at least 10 yards in this play to have a chance. You said they don't have talent. Najee Harris has played well. Chase Claypool has the better oh receiver talents. Ooh, man. This game's almost over, folks. Yep. Big Ben gets sacked, and we are looking at about a third and 30. 
from the Steelers on one three two yard, yard line. line. Yeah, two <laughs> something like that. Uh, you talk about jailbreak. This offensive line uh, failing to protect here, Big Ben, in this uh, very key situation. You would say the Chargers are pinning their ears back right now. So uh, clock is rolling at about ninety it, seconds. Don't you think at this point, if you're the Steelers, you got to throw the ball? We talked about the prayer points and the big prayer, big plays, the prayer yards for Big yeah, Ben, prayer yards for the Steelers. You got to throw the ball deep and try to. Raw flag. If he could take a step without a PI, getting pressure. A PI call or something like that. Look at Big Ben slinging it. Fourth and 29 with a minute 19 What happened to, to Deontay Johnson there? He pulled up lame like he has a hamstring injury. That was a pretty good pass. Yep. Uh, for some reason, Johnson pulled up on that and was incomplete. So we got fourth and about 30. <laughs> this is a ridiculous <laughs> game. With about a minute and a half to go. By the way, the Steelers have only one timeout. So if you're thinking about the spread here. It's not going to come into the play unless the Steelers nah, get sacked yeah. for a safety or throw a pick six because uh, they, the Chargers can just take a knee and run out the clock. Let's have some hook and ladder uh, fun here. What do you think? There could be a fumble. There could be uh, something crazy happening. Let's see. Point spread hijinks could be on deck. 41-37, 1.15 to go. Penalty? Looks like a penalty. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, well, I think the Steelers are going to be done here, so we'll see what this final play is going to be. Um, as we wait for this to transpire, uh, I want to uh, delay a game on Ben Roethlisberger. Pretty bad in that situation. Let's talk about something big picture-wise here as we were kind of going through everything, and I used the word fraudulent for the Buffalo Bills. It's something that you brought up, so I put it on paper for you, Matt okay. Humans, and I agree with you. The Buffalo Bills, in terms of the offenses that they have faced up to this point, it is not a list, incomplete pass, Steelers are going to lose this game, minute 15, um, the Chargers are going to get the ball back. So the Buffalo Bills today get blown out, 41-15. to 15. Jonathan Taylor has five touchdowns, one through the air, four of them on the ground, runs for 185 and 5.8 per carry, right? Mm -hmm. Colts are great. They force turnovers. They're taking advantage of those turnovers, scoring on them, drives are long. Here's the thing. If you looked at the Bills' schedule, and it was something that you had brought up, the offenses they had faced up to this point. Or even quarterbacks they had faced. Quarterbacks they had faced up to this point. Awful. Look at this list of opponents that the Steelers have faced, or excuse me, that the uh, the Bills have faced. This is by DVOA ranking offensively coming into this week. Mm -hmm. They have faced the Steelers, who are 22nd, the Dolphins twice, who are 28th, 20th, the Washington football team as the Texans, who are dead last, the Titans, who are 19th in offensive efficiency, the Jags, who are 24th, and, of course, the Jets, who are 26th. The best offense they have faced is 5th, and the biggest gap from there is to 19th. And that was when the, uh, the Chiefs really weren't playing that well Correct. offensively. Yep. This is a Bills team that, look, has they have talent, but this is the thing that has bothered me. They are largely untested defensively, mm -hmm. even though you get this whole, they're the best defense in the NFL. Wow. They've played next to nobody from that perspective. And the other thing is, as I've brought up to you multiple times, right, Josh Allen is all over the place. He could look incredible when he's picking apart the New York Jets, sure. lacing dimes to Stephon Diggs, and the offense is clicking. But then when you get pressure on him, when he's not comfortable – you get, the, you get the result against the Jacksonville Jaguars. You get today where he throws two interceptions, threw another one up for grabs early in the first half as well. It's just too volatile for me, largely untested defensively for Buffalo, to make you really think that they're a legitimate contender in terms of a Super Bowl. And lo and behold, guess what? They're not even in first place in the, a in the AFC yeah. East anymore. Well, they are legitimate contenders, <clears throat> and that's because the AFC that's, yeah, that's is, a fair point. is very soft at the top. You, just, you don't have great teams. I think the Patriots have the potential to be a great team. Uh, but don't you kind of feel like the Patriots might be a year away, too? They're potentially, but they're two plays away from being 9-2. and two. I agree. I'm a huge <laughs> proponent of the Patriots. But I, I also thought that they were going to be a playoff team this year. You're going to see a lot of improvement. And then next year, they were going to be a Super Bowl. Right. 
I did I did bet the Patriots before the season on a Super Bowl futures at uh, I think about thirty five to one, but that was more just uh, you know it's hard to find value on the Super Bowl futures board. Right. And I thought maybe I I see something here in the Patriots that's going to play out. The AFC at the top uh, today there was a great bet up on the board of BetMGM. If you have an account there, go grab it right now. The Colts are at forty to one odds to win the AFC at BetMGM. And that's a ridiculous value bet if if you can get it. Yep, I bet it. Forty to one. Mm-hmm. There's right now. Colts are one of the top four or five teams in the AFC right now. Yep, and, and to be 40 fair, forty to one odds is ridiculous. They they are currently outside of the playoff picture, right? They are still uh, fighting their way from seeding, but we'll see what this result does for them. And you know, all these things like they're working their way up. The schedule is manageable, and they, like we talked about, they've done this before. Yeah. They started that year with Andrew Luck one and five. They ultimately went 10-6 and six and won a playoff game. This is something that is perfectly attainable for them. Yeah, I got discouraged when they lost that home game to the Titans. That was a huge, huge game. Wow. Still, still was. Get out of here. I, uh, guess what the Colts are now at that same shop? 10-1? to 18-1. to 1. Really? Good thing I got it in this afternoon, huh? Holy yeah. crap. Yeah, I had somebody send that to me today, 40-1. to 1. I said, well, get a bet down for me on that. And I sent that to you, and you bet it. Yep. So I guess uh, – they moved it on our action there from 40 to 1. Moving the line. One. one bet at a time. I actually thought the Colts should be somewhere around 15 to 1. Yep. Yeah. And, and we'll uh, see. And there you go. Well, they just took down the Super Bowl favorites today, 41 to 15 in Buffalo. Yep. The Super Bowl favorites. I say that with sarcasm. If you've been watching the Bills, uh, and I said this last week when you and I were talking about the Colts as one of our best bets, the Colts are a physical, uh, punishing, running offense. The Bills have become a finesse team. Mm hmm. And I'll take physical over finesse almost every time. And today, the physical Colts beat up the finesse Bills. And, and like even today too against Indianapolis, right? Like some of their best plays offensively were like power runs to the right with Josh Allen. You know what I mean? Like that's <laughs> it's, it's not going to work. I just don't know if they. Yeah, to your point, it's not really going to work. And it's an interesting way to run your offense considering the environment they play in, right? If you get home field advantage to a certain extent, mm-hmm. right? If you're the Buffalo Bills, getting into those winter months, yeah. right? The inability to consistently run the ball should help you out. But to your point, their running game is just – it's almost, uh, you know, Mike Leach-esque where you're out, your running game is actually just short passes left and right. And that's the extension of it. It's not so much line up and run it down the field. You know what's interesting, uh, too, is the Colts, as much as I like the Colts, Carson, Carson Wentz is every bit as volatile as Josh Allen. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, yeah, that's completely fair. Completely fair. Uh, but Frank Reich. Uh, by the way, some have told me I look like a young Frank Reich. Have you seen his new glasses? He looks really good. He looks really good. All right, we continue on the first hour here at the opening line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Opening Lines with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. We have a new prop tracker now available on vcin.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to vcin.com, get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, Coach of the Year, Rookie of the Year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, matchup data, and a live feed to Wes Reynolds' house. Everything at vcin.com slash NFL. Watch Wes get ready for work. Sitting there typing away. Would you tune into that? No. <laughs> All right. So smoking cigarettes, watching pro wrestling, <laughs> soap operas. Be interesting. So, all right, as we go ahead to next week, uh, there are a couple of interesting spots in terms of, uh, I think, some road favorites and mm-hmm. um, maybe some overvalued teams, right? It's one of the strategies, you know, that I always try to use, right? Overreactions is the market getting a little hot, too high on a team. And, and I think one of those teams, we have yet to see the Giants in action, but one of those teams seems to be the Philadelphia Eagles, humans, because I was. if you looked at what they did today against the New Orleans Saints, 40-29 to 29 seems relatively impressive. And when you look at some of the numbers, though, you realize, well, they actually averaged 4.9 yards per carry, or excuse me, per play uh, on uh, overall, right? 380 yards over 14 drives, an average of only 27 yards per drive. Like, it actually wasn't an overly efficient performance from the Philadelphia Eagles today. And on top of that, settling for field goal after field goal after field goal, getting defensive touchdown, the final result looked much more lopsided than what actually transpired on the field. But the market, as we talked to Jeff Benson, sharp better seemed to like the Philadelphia Eagles, seemed to support them now the last few weeks, uh, you know, consistently. We'll see what the Giants look like, and obviously barring any injuries this Monday night, but... In a division game, a Philly team that isn't power rated that highly, it seems like the market might be now a little bit too far in the other direction. Three and a half seems like too much to me right now. We'll see how the Giants play on Monday night and if Saquon Barkley can make it through a full game without uh, getting Mm -hmm. re-injured. But with Barkley out there and if the Giants are healthy, I think three and a half is uh, a good number to take for a home dog. I don't think that'll last, actually. 
if the Giants uh, play reasonably well on Monday night. Uh, I do I do think Philadelphia is probably a little bit um, – the number is a little bit inflated here. The Eagles took advantage of a Saints team today that was down several key players, and including who I consider to be their MVP, in Alvin Kamara. So, mm. uh, yeah, I'd agree with you. I think three and a half is too much here. I, I think three might even be too much. But we'll see how the Giants play on Monday night. Now, I, I thought the other strong market adjustment this week, and we talked about this throughout the week, was Thursday night. With the Patriots, right? You, we had talked about it. I think you and I both for five consecutive weeks were on the New England Patriots from that Dallas game all the way on through. Uh, but then this Thursday was the time I was like, all right, I'll hop off. Like It seems like it's a big number for New England on the road. It's a bad Falcons team, but you're not getting really any value. But they took care of business. They won right. 25 to nothing. Uh, now, this is another pretty solid adjustment. The look-ahead line here is the New England Patriots minus 2.5 against the Tennessee Titans. Titans don't cover last week against the New Orleans Saints. The Saints get within the number on a failed two-point conversion at the end. Uh, New England now up to five and a half and in one spot six at home against the Tennessee Titans. I think Jeff uh, Benson said it best when he's on with us in uh, the second segment <laughs> tonight. He said three or four weeks ago, if somebody told you the Patriots are going to be six-point favorites over the Titans, you would have laughed. Nope. No no freaking way. But that's the case looking ahead to next week. And right now, uh, without Derrick Henry, you're seeing Ryan Tannehill get exposed in that offense, and uh, there were other factors today, but the Titans looked bad. You knew eventually they would hit a flat spot. Mm-hmm. They, <laughs> they went through that impressive stretch of games where they could not lose. They beat the uh, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Colts, the Rams, came home, beat the Saints. Eventually you have a flat spot, and today they hit it. Uh, it does seem like six is too much of an adjustment, but I'll tell you this too. Before the last Thursday's game, I heard from a who's, – who's consider, widely considered a very, very sharp guy. Okay. And he said, Patriots 7 over the Falcons is an absolute joke. You have to bet everything you can on the Falcons. That's what he said. How'd that turn out? I told you that in confidence. That was You would never say that. Because <laughs> <I would> <laughs> you and I have been pro-Patriots the whole season. Yeah. But uh, that, that's, that's so, sort of how Sharps look at it, thinking, well, this, this line's inflated. No way the Patriots should be laying that number. What'd they do? They beat the Falcons 25-0. No. The interesting part about this is, you know, I've kind of harped over the last few weeks how opportunistic this New England Patriots defense has become. Mm-hmm. Uh, they now lead the league in interceptions. They have 18 interceptions on the season. They got a plus six, uh, t- uh, plus six turnover differential as well. So this defense has really turned things around. And now you're talking about a Titans team who offensively and keep this in mind, folks. Like we have to realize this offensive skid that they are on is not just this week. The two weeks prior against the Rams and uh, against the Saints, 4.1 yards per play. 20 yards per drive. They, they had drives on short fields from touch, uh, touchdowns. Their lone second-half touchdown against the Saints came on a fumble on the opening kickoff right yep. of the second half. So this isn't just a one-way thing for Tennessee. But, again, you talk about value. And, like to me, it's in this spot, it would be Tennessee or pass because now we're talking about a really big swing here. A team that was just laying 10, 10-and-a-half against the Houston Texans is now catching six on the road against the New England Patriots. It's a pretty yeah, big it's swing. It's a big swing. Yep. There's no question about it. I'm not saying I'm, I'm going to lay five-and-a-half or six with the Pats, but at the same time, you know, when you're talking about inflation on a point spread, a lot of sharp guys were talking about yep. the same thing last yeah, week. No, of course. And they got blown out in that game, so just be careful with that. All right, next one up. This is uh, one of the best games on the board here. We haven't seen the Bucks yet. We're going to see them tomorrow. Buccaneers three on the look ahead, a total of 52 against the Indianapolis Colts. Readjusted after today to Indianapolis catching two and a half. So what do we make of this Indianapolis turnaround? They have now, as we mentioned, won five out of six games. They have won three straight. This offense continues to look better. 
This running game is absolutely fantastic. This is the interesting part, though, because now your offense is going to be taken on the strength of the Buccaneers, which is in the middle defensively defending against the run because their secondary has not been very good. So it's a fascinating matchup now for Indianapolis at home against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, it is. And if uh, you give me a full three, I'll take the Colts all day long yep. in this matchup. And uh, I, I've said this before, Tom Brady, even going back to his last days with the Patriots, was not that good on the road. And this season, 0-5 against the spread on the road is Tom Brady with a couple of bad losses in there. And, in fact, the um, the Patriots have lost their last two road games against New Orleans and Washington uh, going into this uh, Monday night game. So, I think the Colts are on a little bit of a roll. I, li- I like to bet teams like this, especially when you got uh, a running back who's effective as Jonathan Taylor is right now. That makes everybody else more effective on that offense. Carson Wentz doesn't have to try to force as many things. Uh, so I-, I really like where the Colts are at. I was really discouraged by where the Colts are at after they lost that game to the Titans a yep. few weeks ago. And w- Carson Wentz threw the game away, which is a ridiculous interception, throwing into triple coverage down the sideline. But – They've rebounded. I, I think they're fundamentally the Colts are built the right way. They're built to win. I'm not sure about the Buccaneers uh, right now. I, I want to watch and evaluate them Monday night because they have not looked good at all. Yep. Last couple last week they allowed Washington to mount an 11 minute scoring drive. Never got the ball back. They could have gotten it back with a chance yeah. to, to to get back in that game potentially. What were they going to? Were they be able to tie it if they had the ball back? Yeah. I think yeah. So the Buccaneers have some defensive efficiencies, and the offense has not been the same. I think Rob Gronkowski is going to be back. Is he going to be back tomorrow night? It was positive, uh, but I'll double-check. Yeah. He's, he's got to play. You get Antonio Brown. Who knows what's going to happen with him and his fake COVID card. But uh, <laughs> Arrow is pointing <laughs> up. Fake vaccination card. Huh? Arrow is pointing up the yeah. quote on Rob Gronkowski's status. I think eventually the Bucs will, will find a groove and they'll probably start playing good football again real soon. I don't know if it's going to happen this week. You give me three, I'll take the Colts. And i got to tell you, too, from, from a number standpoint, it's pretty fascinating because you mentioned that loss to the Tennessee Titans, right? That's when the Titans were at the peak of their powers. Relatively healthy, still like Derrick Henry because that was a game in which he got injured. Yeah. The Colts were a three-point favorite in that game. Yeah. And they're, they're catching two and a half here against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? Like, it just... It just from a Buck standpoint, a team that has been overvalued all season long, that has not been covering some of these inflated numbers, and has been over-respected by the market, and now that's well, don't, road don't rush out to take the two and a half because oh, the Superbook, Caesars, a couple spots out there have three. So yep. if you like the Colts, grab that three. Yep. All right. From there, uh, the other afternoon slate is pretty fascinating. So I know that you kind of mentioned this really quickly. Green Bay Packers look ahead was one and a half with a total of fifty, readjusted to two. I think we're kind of on the same page here. Although Aaron Rodgers has looked apathetic since visiting the Witch Doctor, this has looked a little bit better as it has gone along, especially that second half against Minnesota Vikings. And this has been a largely overvalued Rams team under a field goal for the Green Bay Packers. Seems like a somewhat tempting proposition, even coming off of the loss today. Yeah, Jeff Benson said something when he was on with us that I did not realize. I, I didn't hear the, the toe inf- injury. I didn't hear yeah. the information about Aaron Rodgers' toe and it's worse than turf toe, which is a pretty serious deal for a quarterback. I, did, I had no idea. He looked pretty good to me when he was throwing the uh, 80-yard touchdown with uh, two minutes to go. Twenty. Uh, he had um, 11.7 yards per attempt today, 23-33, four touchdowns on a bad toe. Yeah, he got off to a slow start, which he often does. He got, he got into the game, got into the rhythm. He looked pretty good. I So you got to keep that in mind. Jeff yep. Benson said there's a chance Aaron Rodgers is not going to play in this game, and if that's the case, 
don't want to have a bet on the Packers. Yeah, he did. So he was dealing with it. The report came out uh-huh. right before the games today that he was dealing with it. Uh, in the first half, I don't know if you saw, but Jordan Love actually took the snap to knee it out yeah. because he was going to locker room early for treatment on the toe. Um, ultimately came out and looked much better in the second half that he did. So we'll see. That's why I was surprised yeah. because I thought he looked so good in the second half. I didn't think the toe injury was a big deal. Yeah, it seems like maybe it's somewhat similar to the toe injury that Patrick Mahomes was dealing with. Remember that and uh, the gruesome pictures that we got afterwards. So, all right, in the second hour, we're going to revisit all of these games. Uh, we'll take a look at the Vikings, who are in a pretty fascinating spot on the road against the San Francisco 49ers team, who all of a sudden now look like they have fixed things and are going to be pushing for a playoff spot as they have won a couple games in a row. It's the opening lines here on VSIP. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus